Welcome to the Star Wars Collector Podcast, episode number 106. I am your host, Brian, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Carl and Dwayne. Hey, Carl. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, 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 Brian. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Good. Uh, doing pretty good, I guess. I know, uh, Dwayne, you weren't on the last one, so. No, I was in the hospital again. Or just, yeah. Was I in the hospital or, yeah. I yeah, you, uh, yeah. First week of October or so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good to have you back. <laughs> I thought we was going to have to do one without Carl. He was sick. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then I called you and you're sick. So yeah, yeah, we're both, we both had the creepy creds on Monday, or at least I did, I think. And then Carl, uh, just didn't vaccine side effects. For yeah. Me. He had vaccinitis. <laughs> I don't know why some people can take that, take the COVID vaccine. And it doesn't even bother them. But every time I get it, it does something to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That when I had the, the first two i was fine but the booster was the one that got me and i was like yeah i don't know if i'll have them anymore <laughs> especially if they can't actually cure it like you know getting one for measles mumps still all that other stuff chicken pox now and stuff like yeah. that you know it's one time you're done yeah and that's another reason why i don't get the flu shot because it's a guessing game it's like okay yeah you know. <laughs> but anyway enough of that let's talk about star wars <laughs> let's talk about star wars all star right so wars. since Dwayne, you weren't here we'll let you go first Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, well, if you talk Just about... Throw me right in the got. fire, huh? Yeah, there you go. Okay, so <laughs> I've, I think I've got the biggest list this time, too, because I went all the way back to... Well, I mean, it's the end of September, early October, uh, when I received some of this stuff. So it's over the it's over the last month and a half, so... Um, okay, so I'll start out with uh, my first three new items I actually picked up at uh, this year's uh, Kentucky Star Wars Collectors Club Fall Festival which we had <clears throat> last weekend, two weekends ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in Frankfort, Kentucky. That's our annual uh, big, big bash that we throw for the entire club. And we always have some, uh, if if possible, we always try to have some uh, door prizes and everybody gets their name drawn out and just gets to go and pick off of a, pick out of a selection of door prizes that are available. So I picked up this year, um, a new Kim Simmons, uh, the man who shot Luke Skywalker, uh, former Kenner photographer, a print that he uh, donated to the club. It was a, a combination of Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back figures. Uh, he, he did some photo shoots where he just grouped random figures together and took a picture of them. Um, and what's neat about this print, I thought, was uh, that it actually has the red cloak variant of Bib Fortuna in the picture. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they're the Bib Fortuna uh, character, the most common figures have a tan colored cloak, but apparently early on there were some variations that uh, the cloak was made out of more of a reddish, uh, dark red uh, fabric. And that's the figure that's actually, I guess it was probably even a prototype figure maybe at the time uh, that's featured in this photo. So I thought that was a little bit of interesting, you know, history. And it was, out of, in my opinion, it was the best pic- picture that was available out of everything that was available there. I was. The I first didn't one. notice it when he first showed me that there was a red cloaked Bib Fortuna in there. Yeah. 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 Uh, and obviously it was taken during the, the <clears throat> early on time for Return of the Jedi figures to be issued. But for some reason it had a sensor scope R2-D2 and a Hoth Luke Skywalker figure in it. So those of course are from Empire Strikes Back. So 
uh, I don't know what what prompted the the gathering of those figures. Maybe I can ask him sometime. Well, while we're uh, talking uh, about Bib Fortuna, uh -huh. <laughs> I got a funny story. We went to the Cincinnati Toy Show this past weekend, and uh, my wife just absolutely hates Bib Fortuna. <laughs> does not like it at all and we were walking by this one booth that had this box sitting out and it said all figures three dollars there was two bib fortunas in there so i bought them and now i've started putting them around the house in different places <laughs> and bo had gotten one i don't know where he got it at it, somebody had given it to him a long time ago so now we got three of course they don't have their cloaks or staffs or anything they're all just you know plain and we've been putting them in different places in the kitchen right now, you know, scaring her just because she doesn't like that figure at all. So she was probably pretty happy when he got shot then. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably the only person cheering. <laughs> uh, okay. So I uh, also picked up from the uh, door prize table. Uh, it's an older book, but it's the, the Rogue One uh, visual dictionary. Uh, I do have a handful of those uh, visual dictionaries through the years, but didn't have that one, so I grabbed it. And um, those were my two big, big takeaways from the door prize table. Also, uh, there are a lot of uh, buy, sell, trade uh, tables at the Fall Festival usually, and I finally found a what I consider a figure. It's actually a, a beast or, or whatever. Uh, that I've been looking for. You guys know, uh, probably over a year now, I've looked at two different toy shows and, and looked online and actually had found one at a local uh, hobby shop, but I didn't pull the trigger on it. A vintage um, open belly Tauntaun. Turns out I didn't own one. I owned my original Tauntaun, uh, which was the first release, the, the closed belly. So I decided I needed an open belly one to have a complete collection. So found one there, saw it on a table and kind of did a couple of passes. And finally I asked the guy that was selling it and he said, oh, I don't know, $15. I was like, Whoa, I couldn't get the money out of my wallet fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> so it's complete. It has the reins, which there are unbroken reins. It has the correct saddle on it. And the, uh, and the only thing is in like most open belly tauntauns, the, the, soft plastic flaps in the belly are turning a different color they're kind of weathering yeah a bit. but it's it's a nice uh loose uh yeah i was shocked the uh, reins were not broken yeah yeah that's that's true so pick that up that's one more addition to my complete collection and then like i said i'm going back to late september early october for a lot of these but uh uh shout out to um brian uh, i was able to uh, he got for me the Vintage Collection Imperial Officer 4-pack and also the R8H23 Holiday Droid from Disney's Droid Factory. So he hooked me up with both of those this month. Uh, also from, an, from a group member, I picked up the Droid Factory uh, D309, which is the second... Uh, Chandrilla Starline, I guess, action figure uh, card back uh, from the Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, and last, it'll be the last one from that. Yeah. Uh, it was a protocol droid that was featured there uh, on that uh, attraction. 
So they made action figures and I was able to get somebody to pick that up for me before everything shut down and took possession of it at the uh, fall festival. Uh, in the mail uh, this month, I got the, or actually Brian was, got this for me too. That was for me den- too. <laughs> yeah, the Jabba's Denizens four pack, which features Reese, uh, Tessic, Velkin Tazari, and Tame Drengarin. Uh, those last two are new fig- figures. Reese and Tessic are repacks, I believe. Um, or no, the Tessic maybe is a new one. Reese is definitely a repack. Yeah, you know, Reese is sort definitely of. a repack. Just a little uh, paint differences and stuff. So that was a cool, of course, that was released to go with, I'm going to guess it was, yeah, there you go. It's either a really late release to go with the cell barge or it's a new release to go with the new throne room playset. I'm not real sure. But uh, <laughs> it's cool to have. And it was two <clears throat> brand new figures we've never had before. Um, okay, now in the mail. Uh, I finally got, as far as regular uh, carded figures, I got the Nine Numb, um, the Boba Fett in the Tuscan robe in his Tuscan getup uh, from uh, the book of Boba Fett. Uh, I got the new Darth Vader from the Death Star 2 iteration which is really cool because it's uh got the removable helmet and am i remembering right guys that this one has the it's not hayden christensen's head underneath it's actually um sebastian shaw's likeness i think so i think that's what made me think that it was cool uh anyway i also got the han solo from the indoor indoor raid uh I think this was released to go with the indoor bunker uh, playset that they released a while back. And uh, yeah, Brian's checking that out for us. Okay, so it's definitely Sebastian Shaw's yeah. photo on the card back. And I guess the head sculpt is Sebastian. Does that look good to you guys? Because it looks Shaw blurry also. on here to me. Yeah, it's hard to get these cameras to. It's to... not too bad. It's not. It's a tiny bit blurry, but not. I mean, it's not horrible. Yeah. So. Uh, Let's see, single carded figures, Han Solo indoor raid. I got a weak way, uh, and then I got the phase two clone trooper from the 212th. So, you know, kind of caught up on all of my single carded figures that have been, uh, that I had pre-ordered. I also got the new speeder mic with a scout trooper and the Grogu, uh, in the satchel, uh, accessory. Uh, obviously we had already received a speeder back with a scout trooper earlier, uh, which was from the the uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, but this one is from the Mandalorian uh, series, and it's the deco and, and everything is a little bit different. It's a remnant scout trooper, actually, is what how they what they call him. I think I got the deluxe black chrysanthemum finally uh, in the box. Uh, cool figure, a little short for my you know. He's not dark like, enough either. Yeah. Yeah, he's, maybe they'll give us a, another version. I doubt it. No, we'll never get another version of Black Crescenta. Um, and then, let's see, I got the Tuscan Raiders four-pack, uh, army, what they consider Army Builder uh, four-packs in the, in the white box. Which one? I can't see your Sabine. camera. No, I haven't got that one yet. Hmm. As a matter of fact, I was looking. I've got it pre-ordered through Entertainment Earth, and their uh, shipping estimate is January. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody else is getting it. I, I haven't got it yet. 
And finally, my big biggie that I got this month uh, was Boba Fett's throne room, which also used to be Jabba the Hutt's throne room, the big playset from Hasbro Pulse. Um, and it is pretty sweet. It is, man, I wish I'd had it when I was a little kid because all the accessories and everything that come with that thing are just awesome, in my opinion. Um, so yeah. I you think didn't hear my it. story about last uh, last month. I got mine. It was mm-hmm. damaged, and I asked them to to replace it. And they said, "Oh, well, you got to send this one back first. So I shipped it back. And then, like five days later, they finally contacted me and said, "Oh, we're out of stock. We're just gonna give you your money back." Well, <laughs> but I was like, "Eh, well, then I won't reorder it then, even though yeah. it's on your site right now, still available." <laughs> huh. That was the thing that didn't make sense: is it's out of stock, but yet it was listed yeah. to order i could literally order it the second they sent me the email yeah and i was like well you know what <laughs> since the same numbered figure in that one is a different numbered one that's out already i was like well forget it <laughs> so there's two number 276 i think's the number on it okay but the you're saying the fat bib fortuna has got a duplicate card number mm-hmm. uh, okay so they did it again. I didn't realize yep. they had done that. This is like the third time at least they've done that. Okay. I think that's probably one division not really talking to the other division because you got no. the one, probably the people that create create for Hasbro Pulse that, that are separate from people mm-hmm. yeah, creating for regular Hasbro uh, mainstream releases. It looks like they would almost not even number stuff like that and just forego the number. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I wish they would yeah. do it. It was right. packed in. Yeah, pack ins, no numbers. Right. So that was everything I got this month. Uh, who's next? Uh, Carl, you want to go next? Sure. Okay. For me, my list is a lot smaller than both of your alls, but I also got a few things at the um, our Star Wars Fall Festival that Dwayne mentioned. I got from a club member. I bought the Mass F, the one from Attack of the Clones. Um, and it, it was loose and i've been wanting to get one for a while because i've never had one and also off our goodie table that we got to pick off of my first item was a star wars vintage collection tuscan warrior and and massive action figure target exclusive two pack so i was pretty happy to get it because i didn't have it yet and i got the the 20th anniversary kentucky star wars collector's club patch as well as the kentucky star wars collector club's 20th um, anniversary coin and um, I got my shirt that I'd ordered which is a really cool design this year for our, we went back and redid one of our first shirts and done it in color for our 20th anniversary yeah I forgot about the shirt yeah and also um, on the I got off the goodie table I got a vintage collection indoor Leia and I bought a Gungan Beast Kadu from a from a cl- club member that was selling it and I got the um, Star Wars coloring books a halloween one that i think walmart had out a couple of years ago i got it off the goodie table as well and brian had ordered some of the disney droids um for me so i got those from him i got the um the mst4 halloween chopper which actually looks like a frankenstein monster chopper it's one of my favorite <laughs> it's one of my favorite halloween droids they've ever done i think and i got the um the rh h23 christmas um droid as well as the r2 s4m droid from him as well so those are all cool and i really love how they keep doing the, you know the holiday droids and stuff like that and and like brian was mentioning today 
they're coming out with a life day Chewbacca. (laughs) The the R2-S4M is not a Christmas one. And I think Dwayne got that one. (laughs) Yeah, but it it was earlier. I think that was... Yeah, it was a long time ago, but... It was a while back. It was about... I I had it forever after Dwayne gave it to me because I thought I was going to the meeting and I went to the meeting, but then you didn't show up to the meeting. So (laughs) (laughs) it's been passed through the, through several hands before it got to you, Carl. So it's new to Carl, but yeah. Okay. Well, it's exciting. All the time. It's a bartender droid. Yeah. And the, if you, if you notice the S4M, if you look at it and kind of blur your eyes, it spells Sam as in Sam from Cheers bartender. Yeah. Get it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Just like MNST four is monster. Monster. Yeah. Yes, for the Frankenstein monster. All right. Uh I got some gentle giant stuff. I got the Macquarie TIE Fighter pilot. That's uh, uh that just came out uh I don't know, a month ago or so. Huh. It was from I think New York Comic Con. And then San Diego Comic-Con, they had a Luke Starkiller, which I haven't opened up either one of them yet. I haven't had time to. I also got to find a place to put them. Got to move some stuff around in the cases to make some room. And uh, the one thing that I'm really proud of that I got <laughs> is a store championship win in X-Wing with a Worlds invite. So oh, wow. I now Congrats. have an invite to the 2024 Worlds X-Wing tournament. And where will that be at? It'll be in Schaumburg, Illinois, which is just north of Chicago in March. So uh, Doug went with me this year when we went. So next year, I think he's still going to go as well. And uh, also, let's pull this off of here. I got uh, Wicket and Nisa two-pack. Have you guys got this yet? No, I got mine pre-ordered, but I haven't got mine yet. Nope. Yeah, same here. Still on pre-order. Yeah, I just got mine the other day. And... uh, and of course, I got the Jabba Denison's four pack, the Imperial officers, uh, the R eight H twenty three holiday droid, the Kurt Kersantan and Sabine Wren. Uh, let's see, I got a Disney vintage C three PO. This is the vinyl figure. I don't know if you've ever seen this or not. Okay, I have seen those before. Yes, yeah. it's really hard to focus. I don't know why. Yeah, it's not looking very, very good. But this, this is actually the the Disney one, the uh, Spanish one, which looks exactly the same except for the color. He's actually yellow instead of gold. Okay. So I have that one as well. But I got that one a while back, along with the R two D two. But the R two is the same for both of them. It looks exactly the same. And then here's our our case walk patch. Very nice. And <laughs> here's the coin. I was really impressed with the coin. I had no idea it was going to be that big. I didn't either. And I'm a, I'm a sponsor. <laughs> it's uh, somebody said it's actually a medallion. Yeah. They call them medallion because of its size. Yeah. And because I was a sponsor, I ended up getting two unpainted ones as well as another painted one. Yeah. And, uh, I already sold one of the unpainted ones to somebody, uh, from the Ohio club who didn't get a chance to be a sponsor. Cool. And also, I ended up getting an Amana Man vintage coin, a Thal Jobin vintage coin, and a Wicket vintage coin. These are the coins that came with the figures on the Power of the Force cards, or the Droids and Ewoks cards, and then also Mailaways. And uh, these were some of the easier ones to get. 
And then I also got, uh, actually got it today as of this recording, which is the 1st of November. I got a Xbox uh, Star Wars version. The one that, uh, the original Xbox where they had the, the Star Wars uh, game with the, the Tetris game. It was like a double-sided, you know, case. And uh, it's got Star Wars on the top of the box. So I got that. It was, it's sun-faded, you know, a little bit, but I only paid 15 bucks for it. So okay. it's not that bad. Is no. it just the empty box or do you have the console in it? No, it's just the empty box. Okay. I have a console already. They said okay. they were going. They, they were offering to put one in it, but charge me more. And I was like, "Nah, I already got a box, and it won't match the, it won't match the original one that came in that box anyway. So it doesn't really matter." Right. Because I have that. I have the Xbox 360 R2D2 box. You know, because I got the whole thing. Uh, I know Dwayne was with me when we got. It. I don't know if you were or not, Carl. Remember when we had that side trip to go pick it up? I don't think I was with you all for that one. Yeah, I know we were Dwayne going to Oswalks Summer Social, I believe. No, we were going to uh, the Columbus Toy Show. Oh, were we? Because Doug okay. was with us, and Doug's never been to the Oswalk one, so I know it's okay. not that. Um, and then I have uh, the Nintendo 64, which I got from Doug. It's the Phantom Menace Racer version. And then also the PlayStation 4 had a version. And there's the only one that I know of that I'm missing is the playstation the psp i have the console but i don't have the box that it originally came in so if anybody has one out there let me know <laughs> TSWC podcast at gmail.com <laughs> all right so that is all i got so as far as meeting news we have the casewalk ashland region has theirs november the 11th at the flatwoods public library from 12 to 3 we'll be doing our uh uh oh secret santa so to speak uh we'll pick who our secret santa is going to be uh, or who we will be the secret santa for and uh, so if you're wanting to do that and you're listening to the podcast uh make sure you're there or make sure you let us know ahead of time that you won't be there and then we'll pick for uh, you know i'll pick for you and then of course Dwayne, you want to talk about the next one uh yeah i um thought it would be maybe uh interesting to some some of our listeners that we've got a local convention coming up uh, the first weekend of december it's december first second and third friday saturday and sunday in columbus ohio it's called galaxy con and it is looks to me like probably the largest convention we have in this tri-state area as far as celebrity guests are concerned i mean they have got uh, just a, a bunch you think it's people. bigger than Lexington Comic Con? I do. Okay. Because Lexington, this this convention, it's Galaxy Con, so it's most it's primarily sci-fi, you know, uh, fantasy related uh, mm. guests. To whereas Lexington kind of branches out, they have Everything. wrestlers and yeah, and like that, and just regular television people like the Chips guys and and whatever. So this one, uh, for those Star Wars-specific uh, guests, they have two noteworthy guests. One is Giancarlo uh, Esposito, who plays uh, Grand Moff Gideon, or just Moff Gideon, not Grand Moff, Moff Gideon. Uh, and then um, Emily Swallow, who plays the armorer in the Mandalorian uh, television series. Um so that's coming up the first weekend, like I said, in December in Columbus, Ohio. If if you're interested, you can find them on Facebook, and I'm sure they have a web website also. 
and I'm sure tickets are already on sale. Um, and I think that's the last big convention of the year as far as sci-fi Star Wars related uh, yeah, stuff. I, think so. I don't think there's another. Uh, we just had the Cincinnati Toy Show this past weekend, uh, which was the last one of those for the year. I don't think there's anything in the month of November scheduled. Uh, and in this tri-state, you know, Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia area that we live in. So uh, that's it. And like uh, Brian mentioned, we'll be having our annual Christmas uh, parties uh, for both the Lexington and Louisville and Ashland regions coming up in, in December, uh, early to mid-December sometime. So keep an eye on our Facebook page for those announcements. And uh, if you you know want to join us for the first time, that would be a good time to join us because we have free food and we also just... Uh, you know, have have a good time exchanging gifts and uh, showing off, you know, uh, our recent acquisitions and stuff like that. And, and some years we even play uh, Star Wars Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> I won't say we play. Some years we even lose Star Wars Trivial Pursuit to Brian. Um, You've only lost, what, once, I think? Once, yeah, that That's was what I thought. two years ago. <laughs> yeah. Doug, Doug beat me. Uh, yeah. So that we always have a good time. Um, so keep that in mind coming up. We'll have probably have another podcast out before then, but uh, just give yeah. you some advance notice. All right, that brings us to some written, you know, some release news, and we'll start with the Hasbro section, uh, Black Series. And uh, Dwayne, you want to go talk about that? Sure. So uh, a pretty big list of Black Series figures. Uh, boo. As far as I'm concerned, some of you all love them, I know, and I'm not judging. But uh, good for you, I guess. A big list here. Um, first off the list is a new, uh, maybe new, uh, Padme Amidala and Anakin Skywalker, both from their Phantom Menace uh, appearances and costumes. I'm assuming this is probably uh, part of their kickoff of the 25th anniversary Phantom Menace uh, for next year, 2024. Yeah. Um, so that's probably why they're coming out with those two at least. Plus, there's a uh, Mace Windu and Clone Trooper, uh, also probably going to be 25th anniversary. Uh, from the Force Unleashed, uh, I think it's a new Star Killer um, Black Series uh, from the video game The Force. Yeah, The Force Unleashed. Uh, a New Hope Darth Vader uh, version. Uh, the Minds of Mandalore and Mandalorian figure. Uh, Brian and I, we talked about this, I think, and we, we were a little confused uh, as about what the major differences would be uh, with this figure versus ones well, they've already released before. But uh, we weren't real sure because we don't r- recall being any major like armor variations or anything like that. Uh, but maybe we're wrong. We haven't. I didn't pay that much attention. I remember when he went from like having sort of brownish rust colored armor pieces to all silver colored. But other than that, I've never really, never really noticed. Here you go. We'll, uh, we'll share it here and show you. This is uh, what it looks like. He's got some blue as you can see. Okay. So that's the only difference that I could see huh. is that. So. Okay. Uh, there will be a new astromech droid R four six do. Um, and then for the fans of the uh, Ahsoka series, you'll be getting uh, a Balin Skull and a Shin Hati. 
um, and a Morgan Elsbeth uh, figure. Um, there'll be a new Cassian Andor figure and from the Ahsoka series or maybe from, from the Rebels. I don't know which version they're, they're releasing. I think this is the Ahsoka series. Okay. It makes I'm sense that it would be. Uh, is is an Ahsoka Tano uh, and Sabine Wren uh, and Ezra Bridger. Now I don't know whether this is the one or whether it's the black uh, the vintage collection one that they said was going to be the hologram version of Ezra Bridger uh, in that costume or whatever. Not the not the one we finally saw in the series, uh, but uh, we'll see. Okay, uh, so those are all uh, you know. At this point, 2024 releases, and in the pipeline for probably late 24 or even up into 2025, they've got a uh, uh, Battle Droid uh, multi pack, uh, uh, plans to release an Emperor Palpatine. Uh, and then I think I saw pictures of this one. Um, it's from what was it from? It's from, a, from an extended universe property. Uh, oh, Heir to the Empire. Okay, you're right. Heir to the Empire. It's a Luke Skywalker, uh, a clone Luke Skywalker, which they spelled it L-U-U-K-E. Luke. Um, a um, Joris Sabath. Joris Sabath. The the. Yeah, the, he was the uh, the oh I don't know what you call him like rogue Jedi. <laughs> rogue Jedi or. And yeah, he just kind of out of his mind, Jedi. Mm-hmm. Not to spoil too much, but yeah. Well, that was uh, like and then thirty-one years ago, or something I, like that. There was a fourth figure. I don't wasn't Darth, wasn't a Darth Vader. It was somebody else uh, or something else. Um, it was um, if I had a call, oh, should have had it called up here. Luke's uh, <laughs> Luke's wife. Uh, what was her name? Okay, Mara Jade. Mara Jade. Yeah. Yes. So this, I think there's already been a Mara Jade in the Black Series, so this may be just re-release of, of that. I don't Maybe not. think so. Don't, the Black Series has got a lot of There was of a, the three and three-quarter inch Black Series, there was a Mara Jade, but not uh, the six-inch that I know of. That may be what I'm I mean, I could of. be wrong. Yeah. I, I don't collect all of them, so I don't know for That's sure. That's the one that was in the original Black Box packaging. Yes, the Black Series okay. Black yeah. Box, yeah. Okay. So this will be, yeah, you know, probably an exclusive from somebody. I don't, I don't, can't see it being with it being for a big four pack. Uh, I'm sure it'll be close to a hundred dollars, if not more. Um, and it's oh yeah, if they have like the the staircase thing that they had on there or something like that, then yeah, yeah it'll be well over a hundred. Right, but it's got at least two, maybe three new figures. Maybe all four of them are are new. Decos, at least, but I'm sure the Luke Skywalker's might be repacks of a previous release. Okay, and they also announced this month um, Holocom collection. These are figures that are molded in the translucent blue plastic that we see a lot of times. Sometimes it's a Force Ghost figure. Sometimes it's a Holocom uh, projection figure. But these are the first time I think they're doing these in the Black Series. Uh, they are Hasbro Pulse Shop, Di- or one of them is a Hasbro Pulse Shop Disney exclusive, and that's the Mandalorian. Uh, and then we have some that are uh, online retailer exclusives uh, that are uh, Axe Woves is an online exclusive to, to Amazon. Uh, Han Solo is an online exclusive to Entertainment Earth, Big Bad Toy Store, The Chosen Prime, and Toy Geek. 
those might be Europe or whatever. I don't know. Possibly, yeah. And then we have two retail exclusives. One is Bo-Katan Cries from Target and Ahsoka Tano from Walmart. So these are Black Series sized figures, six inch figures, uh, still in, well, I think they've got exclusive packaging too, or similar packaging. I've got a bug flying around me here. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but they are, they look like the Holocom uh, transmission uh, versions of themselves. So to me, it's just another way of Hasbro getting more money out of those figure molds, just like they've been oh, doing yeah. with the holiday figures and just repainting, you know, uh, old uh, versions of like snowtroopers and clone troopers and stormtroopers and whatnot. But, you know, for those that collect the Black Series, these, these may be, you know, uh, something that they will have to have. Just like we have to have every version of every, well, some of us have to have every version of every vintage collection <clears throat> or, uh, figure that they release. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, who you point at? Me? I'm pointing at you. Okay. <laughs> well, not just the vintage collection. I have to have every droid factory and every, yeah, just every three and three quarter inch figure. Couldn't imagine uh, what your collection would look like if you had done Black Series. Oh man, <laughs> I can't imagine what my bank account would look like. Well, if... that too. <laughs> It'd be double donuts. All right. Well, that takes us to our next couple of sections. Uh, Carl's going to talk about those. Okay. First, we have a Black Series helmet announcement, which is Carson Teva, and um, then we're moving on now to the Vintage Collection. And first on that list, after all these years and me crying about it. We're getting Count Dooku in the Vintage Collection. And Ooh. I must say, I've seen pictures, and he looks great. I'm I'm happy with it. It looks like Christopher Lee, so. Yeah. That's good. We've all been waiting for that for a long time. And I pre-ordered three of them. Really? <laughs> yes. Jeez. You know he has to have one to open and one, one to, to keep on the card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One to open, one to keep on the card, and then one for what? One just in case. Okay. Because it's, it's Christopher Lee. And next on the list is Finn. And do we really need another Finn oh, figure? <laughs> and it's the same Finn. I mean, I know yes, it's going to be a different number, but yes. And we haven't technically had him, you know, on the vintage collection cards, but it's the same darn Finn. Yeah, and plus the one they did in release, like you said, it's the same one. It looks really good. It's not somebody that needed to be redone in his little stormtrooper outfit. Yeah, it's not his, it's not a stormtrooper outfit. It's oh, the one in his jacket. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, well. they, and they did that one in five points of articulation, which looked really good. I yeah, mean, it okay. was. But this is the first time they're doing him on a vintage collection card uh, with this, you know, version oh, with well. with the posed jacket. <laughs> Maybe they thought they needed a uh, a new peg warmer to replace all the Lando Calrissians out there. Uh, and no, we're getting that. Yeah. And Hoff uh, Rebel Soldiers. I was out in the county yesterday, and there's still 12, 12 of those hanging on the pegs out in oh, the county. Oh, shoot. The, the one in Ashland <laughs> has like 30 hanging on the pegs. <laughs> okay, well, that's even worse then. Um, the Clone Trooper. I didn't look at the picture of this one. Which Clone Trooper is it? Did anybody uh, look at that? The... It's a Phase 1. Oh, yeah, okay. Phase 1. I forgot to put yeah, that on there. Yeah, super articulated. Yeah. Um, Paz Vizsla. And then there was um, some Another, pop. I mean, that's a reap. A repack. Yeah, but we already had that one. We had Paz Lizla though in the deluxe box, right? We didn't yeah. have him. Yeah. So now the ones that bought him in the deluxe box are gonna have to double dip if they want him on the vintage collection. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. And pipeline reveals that we had Ahsoka Rebels Ezra, 
and we had Rebels Kanan, which I'm which that one kind of excites me because we really don't have a good Kanan figure. Um, Rebels Zeb and Pipeline reveal also Ahsoka's Death Troop Builder Pack. So All there's right. some there's some cool stuff coming minus the right. Finn. Well, <laughs> also and, there's a Cassian Andor that was announced was as say, well, yeah. which is actually just a, a redo of the same one that they had out before same number and everything it yeah. just has a more realistic sculpt of his head yeah but still this one i mean this one was on the pegs forever i mean i bet there's still some ollies out there that might have some still in them. so in other words we have to pay 17 dollars if we want to get the one with the realistic head yep sure and that may be the case with the finn figure also they didn't specifically say that but it may be that they're they've done a new scan of uh well we didn't have that one on the vintage collection right but hopefully this one is a photo reel yeah you know, so he does like also have so. a new number like he'll be in the 300s or whatever oh. yeah yeah that's right we're getting ready to to go over the 300 mark uh, what do you think about vintage collection what do you think about the number 300 who got it do you think it's you know i thought i saw somewhere where they they said who was going to be number oh it's hera is it Harrison? Doing yeah, it? it's Hera. Okay. So oh. they apparently didn't make a big deal out of it because they know that they've double numbered some of these figures. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not truly 300. It'd be I like mean, 297 would be the true 300. But to have no, a, 303 would maybe be the true number 300 or something. I don't know. Well, no, they've gone back and done all the numbers. You know, re, the ones that they've skipped and stuff, they've went and back and done those. But the okay. ones that they duplicated, they just kept going. So, yeah, there's probably... You know, number 300 is really number 303 or 4. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that doesn't count all the ones that have not been numbered that have come with packed in with uh, uh, ships and, and special sets and whatnot. Uh, so, you know, I guess it's no big, no big. Uh, but as far as celebration like, other than just us finally, I guess at this point, it's going to definitely be the, the largest uh, single line of. Uh, single style carded style or whatever of figures that, that we've had by far i would think when you think back of you know episode one figures and and uh uh all of the saga collection figures and all of those i think we, we don't think we come anywhere close to 300 figures on any of those lines no i don't think so but what do you think about who they chose though as far as like as a momentous number of you know because they've done for number 200 they selected the emperor yeah uh okay. of course number 100 was star killer so it was like okay this one that nobody knows about of course i'd rather them give us something one like hair as 300 than give us yet another darth vader or something as our number 300 <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're uh, gonna get that anyway probably yeah. so it doesn't matter sure <laughs> good made, point should have made the count dooku number 300 <laughs> no yeah. don't make me wait longer <laughs> all right so moving on here we'll talk about uh okay we've got the hot hot toys so we've got a one six scale grand admiral thrawn figure and a harrison doula one six scale figure and then ahsoka from the tv series and chopper one six scale figure that's both of them together why chopper came with ahsoka and not hera doesn't make any sense but anyway and then we've got uh, Carson Tava, a 1-6 scale mini bust. And then an Empire Strikes Back Luke with Yoda, 1-6 scale mini bust. A New Hope Chewbacca Premier Collection, 1-7 scale statue. 
and then a website exclusive Darth Vader statue from the Clone Wars, and then the Mandalorian Milestones one six scale statue, and then a Clone Wars Hondo Anaka animated one seventh scale mini bust. So for all you Gentle Giant and Hot Toys fans out there, there you go. So any uh, any discussion on those? Anybody get that stuff anymore? I, I kind of. I'm sitting here making faces. I don't know if who are, those who are watching the video can see me doing that. <laughs> I, I'm confused as to why they're doing one sixth and one. I can understand the one seventh scales from know. statues, but to do both ra- uh, ratios in both a mini bust. <clears throat> I know. I don't know. Um, I don't know I mean, either. Uh, it's just one of those things. People who can collect the one six scales. Well, the one six scale would be seventh scale. One seventh scale sitting next to a one six scale it just doesn't look right no it doesn't um you can't see it here but on the side i've got uh admiral thrawn he's one seventh scale uh-huh. where i have a bunch of other ones that are one six scale and he looks so tiny compared to those huh. but now does he have more of a torso to yes to the, okay so maybe that's the difference yeah he the, goes all the, the way down ones. to like the belly button i mean okay he, whereas no i mean even the other ones do though Huh. It's just he's smaller. I mean, he's that much yeah. smaller than the rest of them. Oh, well. Uh, we're going to quickly do a talk about uh, Ahsoka as far general topic, what our feelings were on the series and stuff like that. Um, so, Carl, what did you think of the series overall? Yeah, you're on mute, Carl. We can't hear you. <laughs> Again, didn't I? Okay, sorry. Um, I didn't really, I liked it, but I didn't really love it, I guess to say, to say, I mean, I mean, I thought overall it was pretty good, but I guess I was expecting more out of it. I mean, it did. I thought it did flow. Well, I thought eight parts was pretty good that it wasn't because sometimes they make some of these series, you know, with too much filler and it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it didn't seem long. So I did like that about it and it did have, I love the ending. I mean, I thought the ending was pretty good, but just overall, I don't know, about maybe halfway through, I just got kind of bored at times, is, is how I felt about it. Okay. What do you think, Dwayne? Well, I, I, really, I really enjoyed it. I really liked it, but I knew what I was watching. Uh, I think this was a series, one of the first ones that they've had, where you really needed to have a primer on these characters and their backgrounds uh, from both the Rebels animated series and even as far back as the novels, the extended universe novels. Or even a Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, the Clone Wars cartoon as far as the uh, crew, yeah, the uh, Ahsoka origins and backstory. So uh, I think someone coming into it, you know, without that knowledge would have really they probably would have enjoyed it, but they would have been lost uh, as far as how these characters inter- were intertwined. And even honestly, even just not knowing, uh, not having seen the um, uh, Mandalorian series uh, with that introduced Ahsoka, uh, seeing that episode or, or those couple of episodes uh, would have left you in the dark on, on the very first, you know, part of the uh, introduction of this uh, episode one uh, as to who the, uh, the character, the Morgan Elizabeth character was and why she was on the prison ship. So, you know, uh, I think it kind of, it, it, it had a lot of assumptions. The, the creator, Dave Filoni had a lot of assumptions going in. Uh, maybe he just didn't have a good 
stepping on point for it. So he just went with it, uh, assuming that people would would be familiar. People who wanted to watch the Ahsoka series were fans of Ahsoka already, and the reason they were fans were because of the uh, the other you know extended universe material that's out there or the animated universe. Um, so, but other other than that, and of course, I was very familiar with all of that. So, I like I said, I really enjoyed it. I, I loved it when the characters were introduced because I knew who they were and what the what the circumstances were for for their you know conditions. I loved the new characters they introduced. Um, it kind of aggravated aggravated me a little bit that the people kept calling the the two Force users that they were dark Jedi or not even Jedi because. The uh, apprentice, she never had anything to do with the Jedi, but they kept calling them Sith, <laughs> and I'm like, they're not Sith. So anyway, um, so that's my impression of it. Uh, not to go too far in depth right away, but what about you, Brian? We'll get your opinion. I thought uh, overall, I liked it a lot. I mean, I know that there are some parts of it that you're just like, why are they doing this? Why are they doing that? I mean, there's that there, that kind of stuff in just about everything you watch nowadays. There's always going to be something that you're scratching your head going, what are they doing here? You know, what what is the reasoning behind this? But overall, I really liked it a lot. I thought, uh, I thought the person that played Hera did a really good job. And I thought that uh, the one that's played Sabine did a really good job. I mean, there were some parts that with Sabine, you were like, okay, what what really is going on here? You know? Just because I don't know if the person that played her really went back and watched enough of the, you know, the series that, she, you know, that she was in with the Rebels, you know, watch those cartoons to get a background. So, but uh, overall, I thought it was pretty good. And, you know, Ezra, you know, even though we didn't get to see him for very long, did a really good job. And that actor and then uh, Lars Mikkelsen, who actually did the voice in the Clone War or in the Rebels did a really good job on screen of playing Thrawn. So, and some of the storylines I thought were really good. You know, it, uh, it brought some new stuff, some thinking that you're like, okay, what's going on here? I don't know because, you know, this is all, all new stuff, you know, and then along the lines of what Dwayne said, I do think you had to have a background. Uh, you know, you had to have watched at least the rebels cartoon, you know, to know, who these people are, what was going on, why was Ezra out here in this far galaxy with Thrawn? You know, if they didn't watch that, they'd have no idea. So I'm I'm curious to see what uh I know I'm pretty sure my dad told me he watched the Rebels cartoon to get a background on what was going on cuz I had told him ahead of time and uh hopefully he understood it all. I haven't heard his opinion on it yet. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. But uh yeah, I I liked it a lot. What did you all think about the appearance of Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> uh, which part? The the part at the very end or the one in the world between worlds? Just, that's the main one I'm asking about. Okay. What, what was going well, on there? In the in world, the world between, between worlds, <laughs> this is this is just my opinion. Okay. I think that it was all in Ahsoka's head. Yeah. I don't think this really existed. I think she was trying to figure her own self out to figure out, okay, what is my role in this world or in this universe or, you know, stuff like that, you know, to figure out what am I supposed to do? You know, am I supposed to 
go out and help people all the time? Am I supposed to sit back? Am I supposed to train somebody? What exactly am I supposed to do? What do you think, Dwayne? That makes sense uh, to me, what you just said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and again, you know, everybody, like you said, you, you think it could have been just a, a figment of her imagination or in her mind uh, because they never, nobody ever specifically said this was the world between war worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just uh, assumed because of the fact that it was a, a storyline plot in Rebels. Um, so, and it looked similar, had similar, mm-hmm. you know, type of things. But, you know, everybody also, other people point out, well, that's not how <clears throat> they got into the world between worlds in the, in the animated series. Yeah. So since that didn't happen in this one, then, then how could it be? Um, yeah, because yeah, Ezra walked the, in and walked out. Right, the whole Anakin flashback, of course, you know, it could just be that uh, uh, Hayden Christensen needed a paycheck, but uh, <laughs> or or uh, well, it's it's not been long enough. I was going to say maybe his return in the Kenobi series, uh, you know, was so popular that they thought, well, we we need to bring him back in this series too to to you know draw the fan base in. I don't know. Uh, any of those could be possibilities, but. Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, I think, you know, I think it would have been better as, as maybe flashbacks as opposed to some sort of uh, out-of-body experience, maybe. Um, like you said, if it was just in her mind and she it was taking us back to scenes or whatever where we, we never saw them in the original Clone Wars or in the original, you know, well, we, they didn't have any interaction in the Rebels series because he was already Darth Vader. But... Uh, well, she did. Well, she, yeah, she fought she did him as, as Darth Vader, uh, which was one of the a portion of the scenes in this one too, right? Didn't he come out of the fog with his red lightsaber and everything? I don't know uh, if that was it. That was more of like her seeing that he had turned. Okay, you know that kind of thing because he went right. back to being himself whenever he was, I guess, out. You know, uh-huh. just because he he you know he asked her, you know, do you want to live? Do you want to die? And that was basically, and whenever she finally figures out, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do and the way I'm supposed to do it. And then he goes, okay, now you want to live. So he goes back to being Anakin instead of being Darth Vader. But uh, yeah, the whole time you're seeing Ahsoka relive these Clone Wars cartoon versions, but it's in real life now. And it's her as an adult, you know, in today's age, Mm -hmm. you know, with her, with that mind, asking these questions why am i doing this why am i you know fighting why are we not you know being peacekeepers and that and, and of course anakin's like that's what we're supposed to do now you know we're supposed to fight wars and she doesn't really want to fight wars but you know she figures out now that you know sometimes you have to okay so and and carl have you shared your thoughts on this yet? I don't think he asked it, but he didn't share it. I don't really, I was really slightly confused. I thought, what is going on here? Is this really happening or what? So I didn't really have thoughts on it. I just thought it was kind of weird. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I could be totally wrong too, because I know there's people out there that that have talked about the fact that, you know, she was in the water as you know, she couldn't have survived that long in the water. And I'm like, well, you know what, in your mind, it could be an instant. It doesn't have to be right. real time played out. And I know that uh, Jason heard them supposedly lightsaber fighting. You know, he heard the fighting going on, but 
you know, it, it could be just mind tricks. Yep. Or it could be something in the force. You know, the yeah. force. Yeah, the, the force could the have force. told yeah. him, hey, look, you know, look over here, you know, go over yeah. this way or whatever. So then there's this side <clears throat> story or the aspect of the series, uh, which is a big a big part of it, is the inclusion of the Dathomir uh, mothers. <laughs> mothers, the uh, some people want to call great, it great mothers, uh, yeah. you know, force wielders in a different way. Some people say, well, it's not force, it's it's witchcraft. Um, so what about, what are your, did you, your all's opinions on that? Did you realize that the, I don't know if she's like the head great mother was played by Claudia Black from Stargate SG-1? Yeah, I did. And, and Farscape. Yeah. Yeah. And I <laughs> yeah, kept I, looking at her after <laughs> I had heard that and I was like, it still doesn't look like her because they really had the makeup on oh, thick. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I thought she gave up acting. I hadn't seen her in anything in a long time. Yeah, I hadn't either. Yeah, but I thought, uh, I mean, I thought they did really good. Yeah, the makeup was good for sure. Yeah. Well, not just the makeup, but the acting and the way they did it. I thought yeah. everything was really good. Yeah, that the acting was good. I mean, it, well, it has a good cast in it overall. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and it's, uh, oh, yeah, such a tragedy that ray stevenson died because i think his portrayal of balance gall was great i mean i think he was one of the best actors in the entire show yeah yeah yes Yes, i'm wondering if the oh shoot what's the other series getting ready to come out um with jude law you've got acolyte and then you've got knights of the no or not knights um whatever of the republic um Shoot. No, that's not it either. Uh, <laughs> shoot. It's supposed to come out in January. I can't believe it. I can't remember the name of it. But, uh, oh, anyway. that uh, There's rumors that that show is going to be part of this as well. And that these people, when they get lost, are going to be lost in this galaxy. And I'm wondering if Ray Stevenson recorded stuff for this show before he died. Hmm. So, uh, Skeleton Crew. That's it. <laughs> My oh, wife just yeah. texted me. <laughs> yeah, skeleton crew. Thanks, Stephanie. That's nice. Uh, she's listening to know what's going on to help out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's right outside the door. <laughs> so yeah, I hadn't heard that about that series, but that that's a possibility. You yeah, know, because there's nothing. It's just new. a rumor. Nothing new has been made or whatever in the last what five to six months, really. Uh, because um, of all the writer strikes and everything that, that have been going on. So a yeah, lot of the content has to have already been in the can for. Because that started in wow. July for them because the writers was in May, I think, when it started. Yeah. And then in July, the the, the actors did it. I, I really wish they'd get this taken care of just because I'm getting tired of waiting on stuff because they're pushing everything back now. Yep. Yeah. Movies, they, TV, et cetera. They pushed back the, the sequel to Dune. Yeah. And I didn't even know it. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was supposed to come out this this Friday. Oh wow! I I knew that they had pushed it back. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know till Stephanie went to look for times, and I yeah. and she was like, I don't see it. And then she looked it up, and it was like March now. Yeah, and if they don't settle it, it might be even longer. Yeah, and I I've heard that they don't want to. They might not uh, put out Skeleton Crew, even though it's done, just because of the public relations. You know, the the you know. Has sending out their actors to publicize it and stuff. Yeah, right. they're not going to be able to do that. Yep, because they didn't do it with Ahsoka. Okay, well, back to Ahsoka. 
did you all, did either one of you all feel like there were any throwaway characters in the Ahsoka series? Characters that, why? it's like, why did they even bother including them? Uh, you may think of one right off the top. Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. I mean, they were kind of like not really there for very long. I mean, is that kind of what you're talking about? Well, I'm kind of hinting at the character of Maroc. Oh, Maroc. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. That's how, oh, yeah, that's how full away he was, because I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I mean, he was one of the evil three right there to begin with. And mm-hmm. he looked like there was all kinds of speculation as to who's under the, the mask and everything. And all of a sudden, you know, all it took was one good Jedi fight, lightsaber fight, to do away with him. Spoiler, by the way. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, we should have done a spoiler alert, I guess, at the very beginning. We were even like, oh, I can't wait to get an action figure of him. He looks so cool, you know. I still want an action figure of him. Yeah, well. And, uh, I mean, what was your favorite character of the whole show? I know what mine is. I'll go ahead, Dwayne, and I'll say mine. (laughs) I was going to say mine, even though it's going to sound weird. Mine was Hu Yang. Oh, yes, you took mine. Yeah. Hu Yang is mine. So he's he's very much a supporting character, but oh man, the screen time that he gets is just—I mean—it's gold. Oh yeah, it really is. I loved it when uh, when um, Ezra was trying to make his lightsaber, and he, he was going—you know—he's trying to—he's like pretty much trying to tell Hugh ain't you know, Hugh Wang to stay away from me, get away, leave me alone. You don't know what you're doing. And then he's like, "What are you talking about?" You know, he's like, and then he asks him his age, and he's like. Well, you know, many, many years before you or something like that. And he's like, mm-hmm. I even, uh, you know, whenever he finally brings up his master, he's like, I, I even helped your master build his lightsaber. Yep. He was, uh, which again, this was a character that had appeared in the Clone Wars. Yes. Um, series originally way back and people had forgotten about him pretty much. I did too. And, until and I now saw all him. all of a sudden, somehow Ahsoka has found him has, has, because he wasn't even didn't even appear when she appeared in the uh, uh, Mandalorian Mandalorian episodes. Uh, he, he was still on the ship. <laughs> yeah, he was still on the ship. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a very and and it's one of those droid characters, sort of like Chopper. Although you can't always understand what Chopper's talking about, uh, but he's so old. And, and Chopper's not even nearly as old as who Yang is, but he's so old that he's developed a personality, uh, like an independent personality, where he has his own opinions and his like own. Like C-3PO? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, C-3PO acts, you know, he has a, a per- protocol droid personality, uh, but he's he's been wiped uh, several times through the through the years to where he doesn't have all of his memories of, you know, back when I was you know, on board Captain yeah. Antilles, you know, well, he does well, have the ones from Antilles, but before Yang that is from 25,000 years old, I think yeah. they said. So he's an OD, an original droid. <laughs> yeah. He's built many right. lightsabers. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean, you've got <clears throat> for eight episodes, they've got several, several different subplots. I feel like going on here. Uh, I mean, you've oh. got the, the, before, uh, we, before we move on yeah. a little bit there, let's let Carl tell who his favorite oh, okay. character is. Yeah. Do you have I, li- 
I liked Hera, and I might be biased because I've always liked a Mary Elizabeth Weinstein. I liked her since Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and that came out like in 2010. So I was excited that she was going to be in something Star Wars related. I didn't know who she was. Did you even know she was married to Ewan McGregor? Yes, I did know that. <laughs> okay. But I knew she was an actress, and I knew she was married to... to... Yeah. Ewan McGregor, but I had no idea what she's she been in. For. Final Destination Three, Ten Cloverfield Lane. She's done a bunch of stuff, but I I've never stopped. watched any of those. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've always liked her. So, like I said, it might be kind of biased since I liked her, but Hera was my favorite. I mean, I've seen Scott Pilgrim versus the World, but I don't remember her in, what she was in it. She was the main female. Okay, they were all teenage <laughs> actors. Yeah, at that I, time, I really right? did. Yeah, they were all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I didn't really pay attention to like who they were. Yeah. So yeah, she was. That was an interesting character, uh, an interesting version of that character. Um, I really expected that at that time that she would have been older. You know, more of an older character. She still seemed kind of. No, but this young. has only been roughly nine to ten years since yeah, uh, left already oldish when she even in the animated series compared to the other one she was like the mother figure yeah but she was uh, she was actually only about 25 or 26 somewhere in there well the actress what i've seen the actress is 38 in real life so she's not super young well this would have been so she would be 36 Hera would have been 36 by now yeah yeah but just seems like to me the ahsoka character and even the way she looked is more of a mature character but yet the Hera character still seemed like, you know, a 20 something character to me. Almost. Well, yeah, well, Ahsoka is, what is she in this? 48, I think her age is supposed to be. And uh, what's her name is 44, roughly, I think is what it is, something like that. So she's close, but yeah, she is quite a bit older. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the, the I was leaning into the, the uh, subplots. And of course, you've got that group of characters from the rebels the ghost crew which by the way we finally got to see the ghost in mm-hmm. in real live action uh the ghost and the uh phantom 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 two phantom two yeah right uh we're both in this series that was a lot of brought a lot of excitement to a lot of people to finally see these ships in real real live action its real name is uh, or model or whatever is a sheathapede okay only reason i know that's because it's in the x-wing miniatures game right um so you had those characters and then of course ahsoka was kind of adjacent to those characters she she appeared with them in the in the animated series but she wasn't uh, a member of the crew but she knew them on you know no both knew both sides both the jedi side of the crew and the uh the regular just rebel side of the crew uh and then you've got the dathomiri aspect to it which i didn't realize that uh uh elspeth morgan elspeth i didn't get it from the first her first appearance where she was captured back in uh mandalorian that she was had anything to do with the witches of dathomir nobody knew that yeah they never said that before and at least i never saw it did you see it carl no yeah i didn't uh but by the end of the eight episodes she was a full-blown you know they gave her the the green ghost or whatever you want to call it (laughs) and, and all of that um, so you had those, that aspect of it, the Dathomir and the, the world that they, I don't know whether it was ever established as that's where they came from, from that other galaxy or whether it was 
where they went to or, or was just you know i don't think they ever really established whether they yeah. came from that galaxy or they went to that galaxy and now they're going back mm-hmm. uh, and then of course you've got the galactic remnant uh which it, you know grad admiral thrawn he was just hinted at but now you know even though it takes what five episodes before we see him mm-hmm. um five out of the, you know so episode one two three and four he, they're still just talking about him and then finally we see him i think in episode five uh is it six. five or six i think it's six okay yeah six thrawn arrives aboard his star destroyer i'm reading the wikipedia by yeah way. i'm pretty sure it's six <laughs> um <clears throat> So, yeah, and that aspect of it, then you've got the New Republic uh, and all of the political and, and military stuff that's that's going on there. Uh, we have an appearance again by Mon Mothma um, in this series. Did you realize that the Senator Giono was the Giono's father from Resistance cartoon? I don't know whether I realized that or whether I read it somewhere, but. After the fact, I knew it immediately but, whenever they said the name. I was like, Oh, that's Kaz's dad. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, and then I don't know, just the, the Ahsoka and Anakin, you know, a- aspect of it. Um, so about five or six different subplots going on here. And, and each episode, it just went from one to this to that. So it was a, a you know, I think Carl, you said eight episodes was was a good number for this, but uh, sometimes it felt a little rushed or a little bit, you know. Yeah, they I feel like they could have had more. In. Yeah, but there's what that always think? there's there's that fine line though. Sometimes you can add too much though too. Yeah, yeah. which the rumor I think just today or yesterday uh, the rumor is that the uh, season two has been greenlit. Mm. Uh, yeah, I know. Look, when you're saying yeah. some's rushed, some's not. I feel like the uh, Kenobi series was, you know, they could have cut out a bunch of stuff from it. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been fine. Yeah, they stretched uh, that one. As far as, like, uh, cameos in this movie, I thought that uh, the the one that surprised me the most was seeing C-3PO. I I was, like, shocked, even though I thought it was possible. I was, you know, shocked to see him there. The Mon Motha was kind of neat, too. Mm-hmm. I figured we'd see her though, just yeah. because it's the New Republic and she's bound to be, you know, there doing something. Yeah. And then, of course, referencing Princess Leia, you know, to help out right. Hera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, you mentioned earlier, I thought that uh, it wasn't necessarily a cameo, but the fact that they introduced the uh, uh, Jason Syndulla mm-hmm. character in this, um, which uh, to me, it's, it's, on purpose simply because they're setting him up for a future it's probably some sort of future property uh for the next next generation or whatever you want to call it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you Uh, could see him in the ray movie you never know right of course we once got once again got uh carson tava the the new republic captain x-wing pilot uh in a bigger role this time actually he played uh, a pretty big part in in a couple of uh segments um so uh but new characters uh that hadn't been featured in any previous uh, form of of the storytelling uh anything anybody come to mind as far as as that was concerned uh no. like, like <laughs> shin hati yeah 
yeah, you got the the two dark Jedi or not dark Jedi. Listen to me, I almost said, well, he is. <laughs> One of, he could be. Yeah, I mean, he could be a dark Jedi because their their lightsabers are not red; they're kind of orange colored. Yeah. So um, they're kind of like on that borderline Sithish type thing, but more like dark Jedi, you know. So right or gray Jedi. Yeah. Dark Jedi, great Jedi. They think they're working. He thinks he's working. He's working for himself. It becomes apparent towards the end. He he was only using uh, Thrawn and Morgan Elspeth or whatever to get to that new planet, that new galaxy. It seemed like, and he didn't care whether he got left or not. Yeah. Um, well, he wanted to because that's was his whole thing was to get there. Right. And then, of course, we see him at the end. You know, out on the hand of the father from the Mortis trilogy. And I don't know if you guys noticed, I noticed it from the very first time I saw it, the light way out in the distance, you know, on right. top of that mountain. Like yeah. something was shimmering or, yeah. or reflecting well, that was, on top that of that That was what mountain. he was looking at. And that's what the right. finger was pointing at from the father. Yeah. We don't, don't know what it is right now, of course, but I'm sure at some point. And then do you think they're going to recast his character? I mean, I think they will. I think yeah. so too. I think he's needed, so they'll have to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because I thought if he lives, and this is what I thought before I even watched the show. I was like, if he lives, they're going to have to recast him. You know, unless, like I said, they already recorded something maybe for Skeleton Crew, and that's where he dies. You know, or something like that. Otherwise, they will have to recast him. Right. But uh, one one kind of fan favorite character that was introduced or or new in this uh, uh, series. Uh, was um captain enoch mm-hmm. um the uh i guess he's the stormtrooper that's in command of thrawn's army or he's yep. maybe thrawn's right hand man uh and he has you know a few a few lines or whatever uh in and out of there and he survives until you know season two i guess <laughs> at least yeah uh, not he, he wasn't a uh throwaway like uh oh who am i thinking of from the uh sequel trilogy the silver uh chrome color captain phasma captain phasma yeah they they really kind of uh marketed her really strongly and then she just you know yeah in the third in the third movie just okay gone she gone (laughs) well unfortunately she was doing game of thrones and she did not have time to do more than she did the Mm. filming was con conflicting oh okay (laughs) Oh sure, make excuses for her. Why don't you? Well, that was <laughs> she. Well, I remember reading. She was pretty upset that the way the fi- the, the filming was the same time, and she had that contract for Game of Thrones. Anything else okay. uh, we can think of? Because uh, we're getting kind of long here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Overall, where would you rank this in your Disney series? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I still think that the Mandalorian is the the standard bearer Mm -hmm. i would agree with that it's a notch above all of them so far um i would say this for me is second it's yeah it's second it's a close second um i don't know i mean honestly and some people have said they really really liked it i don't know and and doors on the bottom (laughs) uh yeah she was blurry though wasn't she Mm -hmm. (laughs) Andor was probably on the bottom for me See, I have Boba Fett on the bottom. <laughs> okay. Well, Boba Fett is sort of Mandalorian adjacent. Yeah, but but there's, so, but it was still it yeah. wasn't a, it wasn't a great, well-rounded series. I guess you yeah. could say it was kind of thrown together. Mm-hmm. It felt like 
so uh, and Kenobi for for a lot of reasons is even though it was tedious at times uh, was just really cool for me because it it showed us you know the the kids the young Luke and young Leia aspect of it plus you know the the fact that Obi Wan and, and Darth Vader actually did meet before the Death Star uh, at least once before um, yeah. so I don't know I'd say it it and Kenobi are probably two A two B and uh i'd have to put and then boba fett and uh and then of course, andor last andor last yeah wow and andor is no lower than three probably for me <laughs> i've got i got book of boba fett last yeah i have to agree the same way book of boba, boba, boba fett just last because for me too. the only good stuff in it i thought was the mandalorian stuff <laughs> yeah which was basically a mandalorian episode <laughs> two of them yeah yeah i'd have uh you know mandalorian first Ahsoka second, um, probably Kenobi third, Andor fourth, you know, close behind, and then Book of Boba Fett last. And of all of them, Book of Boba Fett is probably the one that I least want a season two to. I'm okay if they don't continue it. Yeah, because I don't know where they'd go. Yeah. Do we want to see him as the daimyo of Tatooine? <laughs> not really. No. no. <laughs> not, not unless he goes back to being a bounty hunter and does I... bounties. Yeah, I think his only thing is maybe an appearance in the new season of Mandalorian. He doesn't yeah. need his own show. If he goes back to helping the Mandalorian, I think that would be the best thing. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the show for this month. Uh, Carl, you want to read our outro? Okay. Um, first of all, I want to mention our Patreon and thank our Patreon members. And, and we have been recording videos, so... You definitely, if you want to see us, and and Brian even did show and tell today, you need to sign up. We have various levels for sign up, and it's at patreon.com slash the Star Wars Collector. Yeah, our $2 and up levels will be getting the video. Yeah, I was getting ready to add that, but thank you. Okay. <laughs> and we also want to mention our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash the Star Wars Collector podcast. We also have a Facebook group. And um, we don't have a Facebook shout out this month, listen. So we'll just thank everybody for listening to us as listens. Um, you can also still leave us an iTunes review and other places that you listen that has review options. So just review us and give us a good feedback. And we have a Discord. And if you want to email us about anything, um, it is TSWCpodcast at gmail.com. And we're also on X, a.k.a. Twitter, at TSWC Podcast. And don't forget to send in your Ask Bo questions. We haven't had any for a while, so go ahead and send them in. I know there's been some people that have said they were going to, and I have yet to receive them. <laughs> Before we sign out, one thing I want to mention that just clicked in my head. Um, I was at Spirit Halloween today, and they have everything 50% off, and tomorrow's their last day. And they had Tuscan Raider and Emperor Palpatine mask, if anyone's interested. You Unfortunately, get this probably won't go out in time for them to hear that. <laughs> okay. That's right. I didn't so think about that. Disregard yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, he can cut that out, I guess. Because I, I won't have time to do this by tomorrow. Well, you you too. That's info for you too. If you need a Palpatine or Tuscan Raider man, they have okay. several of each. <laughs> and uh, I'll I'll just add. Here's a Facebook shout out for you. Uh, Joey Bevins is oh, yeah. uh, one of our our Facebook followers on uh, the Star Wars Collector Podcast group, and he has been sharing some pictures and some uh, 
stuff with us on that that group page. So shout out to Joey. Thanks for your oh, contributions. I went and to school with Joey. He's a good guy. Continue, continue to uh, hopefully follow, listen, and support us. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll glad to have you, you know, participate with us and and try to to. Uh, I think I've known him. Converse with us, I guess. I think I've known him since I was about six. Okay. <laughs> He's a year ahead of me in school. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you next month. Bye-bye. So long. Oh, one quick thing I, I was thinking of. We might end up, for our Patreon members, having a special podcast on Life Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's November Life the 17th. Day. Maybe I'll wear my Snuggie, too. There you oh, go. The yeah, there you, that, that's worth yeah, becoming a Patreon <laughs> member. Yeah, I can drink out of my Life Day mug I've got. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. That's perfect. I will wear the Snuggie.